afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here at Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Thank you for uh, sharing your day with us. Uh, we do have an attitude of gratitude about that. And I want to tell you that uh, we really appreciate your listenership. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get the uh, legal stuff out of the way and then we'll talk. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, not only can you listen to us live, uh, either here on the Internet or through our phone number, which is 347-989-8899, but all our shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio. We are also on Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, Blueberry, B-O-U-B-R-R-Y, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play, and iTunes. So we can be reached in a lot of different ways. We have over 220 shows archived on various topics uh, uh, over the last four years. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. And uh, uh, it would be nice if everyone could remember in their prayers uh, the devastation that is to, to the people that have taken place in the uh, Houston, Texas area. Uh, just be careful of the... Uh, Charities, you know, we are a rarely charitable co- uh, country. Just be careful the charities you do donate to. Please make sure they are reputable charities. And uh, just some uh, cleaning up to do. On September 12th, we will have an hour show on the CBD, cannabidiol. And uh, Mr. Marty Berman gave us a little introduction. Uh, Dr. Jerry filled in what Marty did not tell us. Uh, But we'll have the CEO of a company in Arizona give us an hour, and we will take your questions at the end of his presentation. Uh, We do are still in uh, touch with Dr. Bennett Amalu, uh, who was the inspiration for the movie Concussion, uh, Dr. Jerry has uh, also provided him some information on his uh, uh, treatment of concussion, so we hope to uh, hear from him and have a, a two-hour uh, symposium uh, with Dr. Amalu. Uh, I have uh, had some uh, emails from uh, some local uh, listeners who have uh, taken advantage of prolotherapy with great results. Uh, so thank you for that, and uh, Dr. Sergio was just great, and uh, he does a terrific job, and uh, you can, he's, you know, as I said, he has treated my family. So I think uh, that uh, cleans up what I had to say. Uh, we, we were going to continue to bring you good good uh, shows, and uh, today the, our, our show on mitochondria is something uh, that Dr. Jerry and I just discussed, and and we both agree that medicine has not caught up with the science. The science has been there for a long while, but medicine has not caught up with it. So before I go on and start this program on mitochondria, let's introduce Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, uh, who, by the way, has been lecturing on this, and I didn't even know it. So he is uh, our uh, expert for today. Jerry, how are you? Thank you so much, and uh, we got an exciting show, this information uh, is going to kind of wake up the people to you know underlying reasons what why they're feeling fatigued and 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 having degenerative diseases. So I'm excited to share this information with the, our our audience today. Yeah, and I am too. And I mean, who doesn't have brain fog and fatigue anymore? Who is not tired? And you know, it, hopefully, we'll have a chance to see how it all ties in with the glyphosate, with the EMS, with the smart meters, with the dirty electricity. It really is all connected, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Dr. Dan, how are you, sir? Okay. uh, I just made it. Good afternoon to you, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. I just got in. So here we are. You can serve us a piece each. I'm exhausted. Well, that's what we're (laughs) going to talk about today. We're going to talk about that. You've got to recharge his mitochondria. You plug it into the wall. (laughs) 
it's the uh, it's the important part of the cell, so that's what I need it's perked up. You want to help me out then, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're on our list. Oops. All right. I I need help. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, do you realize that they're over? I I don't even I haven't I I didn't even try and write this down. Ten million billion mitochondria in our body. Ten million billion. Ten million billion. You know that's ten million. That's more than the cells we have. Ten million billion. So each cell, with very few exceptions, contain an average of three to four hundred of these mitochondria that are responsible for generating cellular energy through a process called ATP, adenosine triphosphate. And I saw this all through Dr. Jerry's notes. So 10 million billion of these things. Uh, They're little power plants, ladies and gentlemen. They're inside your cells, and they produce this energy that runs through your body. They're like refineries for this ATP, and this is the body's basic fuel. And they make it from oxygen and the food you eat. Remember that glyphosate we talked about last week. So if you want to maintain your energy levels and you want to age healthily, you better take care of your mitochondria. In fact, I am becoming a mitochondriac. I hope you all do by the end of this show. That's a good one. Just as your car runs on gasoline, your cells run on what? ATP. Do you remember that? Just as your car runs on gasoline, your cells run on ATP. That's energy, my friends. So what cells have the most mitochondria? Well, Dr. Jerry's going to go in more detail, but I'll tell you right now. It's the heart cells with about 5,000 per cell that contain far more to more mitochondria than any other organ in your body. That's why. Why? Because they the heart is constantly beating. The heart works harder than any other organ in your body. Heart muscle cells have extra special demand for this ATP energy to keep the heart pumping 24/7. Right? You don't want it. You don't want it to stop. By comparison, the tissues of say your biceps muscle, they have about 200 mitochondria per cell because you're not always using your biceps. So we want to make you a mitochondriac because most of us, including me and, and Dr. Dan, we weren't really taught about mitochondria except, you know, that you see them in the cells. Uh, not been, not very much in our medical school, no. Right, exactly. No. And, and the kids today even are not taught a lot about it. And the doctors you go to don't don't talk to you about it or how they're how these mitochondria are influenced by drugs and your environment. But through years of reading and at clinical practice, we uh, began to uh, appreciate these mitochondria. So you never heard it, never heard it mentioned in our discussions. Never. Exactly. No. Nope. Well, you're their right. status, that of the mitochondria, is your status. So if you you have good mitochondria, you're doing pretty good. So there are thousands of studies that have been published on mitochondria and the abnormal mitochondrial dynamics involved in neurodegenerative diseases. Alzheimer's, talking about Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Diabetes, obesity, how about autoimmune conditions, cancer, heart disease, stroke, and even aging itself. Anti-aging has really a, a lot to do with keeping your mitochondria strong. More than 50 million people, ladies and gentlemen, in these United States are said to be affected by conditions involving mitochondrial dysfunction. Let me just stop here for a second and say we're not talking about mitochondrial diseases. That's a different ballgame, and there's maybe about 20,000 people in, in the United States that have a mitochondrial disease. But we're just talking about mitochondrial damage that can affect the way you uh, live every day and how much energy you have. And and the mitochondria, they can, they can uh, withstand some insults, okay? But uh, over time, this erodes and leads to toxicity, DNA damage, tissue degeneration, and organ impairment. And you know what? That means impairment of any organ. So everything from chemical, electric pollution, to pharmaceutical drugs, and to the very nature of energy generating activity of mitochondria themselves. They can produce massive amounts of free radical oxidative stress. And, and Doctor, I saw that in Dr. Jerry's notes. He, he has a lot about ROS, radical oxidative stress. So cardiovascular disease, major cause of death in the United States right now in the Western world, 
It becomes more serious with age. Uh, so we have to fertilize these mitochondria. We got to uh, keep the heart healthy, especially, and overall uh, it improve our health and longevity in generally. In general, so. You know, we just said you can't put, if you have a gasoline car, you don't put diesel fuel in it. You have to put the right kind of fuel in it. Uh, the, it, the concept goes the same way with a caring gardener, how they treat his or her plants. They use natural fertilizers, then watch the plants grow and reach for the sun. Okay, you want to give that same loving care, ladies and gentlemen, to your mitochondria in order to keep them healthy, vibrant, and long-living. Now, my clinical observation and my reading make it obvious to me at least that the status of your mitochondria directly relates to how we age and why we get disease and why some people die prematurely. I read something by Dr. Sinatra, a, a cardiologist, who said that he took dozens of people off heart transplants list by boosting their mitochondrial function with nutrition. Just think of that. So... If you do a, a, a quick search of medical literature on mitochondria status and heart health and longevity, you'll find a study out of the University of Washington that pointed to the central role of mitochondrial oxidative stress in cardiac aging and disease, another from the University of North Carolina, all talking about mitochondria status and how it relates to disease. There's a wide body of research out there. So... Before I turn it over to Dr. Smith, uh, the research agrees that mitochondrial unfriendliness of the typical nutrient-poor American diet filled with sugar and processed foods and fried foods, trans fats, hydrogenated oils, is a major generator of mitochondrial dysfunction, a, a profound cause of mitochondrial decay, exhilarated aging and disease. So... We will talk a little bit more about this, and maybe, Dr. Jerry, as we get on, maybe we can talk about methylene blue, which I'm so happy that Phil Safer turned us on to about a year ago, and it's now part of my uh, uh, my nutrient program. So, so ladies and gentlemen, you, you have to get to uh, learn how to take care of your mitochondria. Dr. Uh, Jerry has lots of slides and great information on it. So I'm going to turn it over to him, and then we'll talk uh, more about what can hurt it. I do want to talk to you about the fluoroquinolones because they're just overused. That's the uh, Cipro-type drugs, and they cause your your cells and to die. And It's just horrible what they do, and yet uh, no one's talking about it. Dr. Jerry, uh, why don't you give us some of your knowledge about mitochondria? Well, I never met a mitochondrion that I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dysperunia. Okay. <laughs> I know you never have dysperunia, then no perunia at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing, uh, Dr. Ron, <clears throat> in my research is we keep getting back to core issues. That's my mantra in practice is what's the core issue? And one of the big problems in today's society is fatigue. Well, when someone talks about fatigue, invariably they're telling you that they have mitochondrial pollution. And with all the pesticides, what's it, it's something like a thousand new chemicals are introduced into society a year. It's like over the, over the edge. You know, all the cleaning solutions that we're exposed to, uh, you know, the gasolines, the burning of the coal, um, it just goes on and on and on. Vaccines, uh, synthetic food, the Franken foods. What, what I'm finding in, in patients is that these specific pollutants like heavy metals, you know, you have your common ones, the mercury, cadmium, lead, aluminum, arsenic from the darn feed that they're giving the chickens. Um, they get into the mitochondria. And, you know, the doctor's never looked at these things. I mean, you could test energetically and to determine what poison is in the mitochondria and then address it. Uh, and, and that's where medicine is going is you have to get to the core problem. You know, running all these hundreds of blood tests at, at phenomenal cost to the patient is not giving them answers. And people, I think, are sick and tired of getting beat up. So 
when you start looking at your, your daily routine, cheap gas in, your car is going to ping. Your body's pinging. It's called pneumonia. It's called fatigue. It's called arthritis. It's called glaucoma, arrhythmias. This is the, the side effects of putting cheap gas in your car. Processed foods, chemicalized foods, poor quality water, they're all polluting the mitochondria. And taking another drug to treat the symptom is not solving the darn problem. You've got to get to the base of it. So this mitochondrial stability is being enhanced through heavy consumption of antioxidants. I mean, I take a lot of natural food-based antioxidants on a, a, a daily basis because we're living in a polluted uh, you know, planet here. Uh, you need the seaweeds in your diet. You need the dark green leafy vegetables for the trace minerals. <clears throat> That's to feed our endocrine system. So you need uh, generous use of lemon, lime, pink salt, turmeric, rosemary, ginger, oregano, cinnamon, cloves, cilantro in your meals, soups, salads, and your drinks. Basic things. I mean, you don't have to go swimming through crocodile-infested waters to find the answers. The answers are out there. It's just a matter of changing your routine. You know, do one thing at a time. If you have to cut out one food, remove sugar. Sugar is the biggest poison in the world. It's more addictive than heroin. And that one little change in lifestyle is going to bring benefits royale, I'm telling you. The great mitochondrial boosting nutrients, and these you got to pay attention to because they're ones that we're not getting enough of. The, the RDA is so low, it basically gives you enough that you're right on the edge of degeneration or deficiencies. Um, so vitamin D, you want to get between 60 and 100 nanograms per milliliter of vitamin D. Vitamin D is a hormone. It's very, very important for your whole immune system. Folic acid, that's what healing is all about. People that get ulcers, for example, they can't heal. Why? Because their doctor told them not to eat salads or roughage. Well, where do you get your folic acid from? A pill? The key is you need food-based greens. The folic acid enables the stomach lining to heal up in two, three days. Uh, so getting rid of a, an ulcer is relatively simple. Get rid of the stress factor that's causing the, the problem and give the raw material so that the mucus lining can heal up. The pyridoxine, B6, B12, zinc, CoQ10, and your trace minerals. These are all extremely important to feed the mitochondria so you can keep making the ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So there's three ways you can improve your mitochondrial function and enhance energy and wellness. One is eat less. What's interesting, the Seventh-day Adventists have the longest lifespan of any group in the United States. They fast one day a week. So there's no wonder that they're giving their organs a little bit of a rest. And guess what? They're living longer. Um, so studies, you know, uh, involving ranges of species prove that caloric restriction extends lifespan. And population studies suggest that this holds true for humans as well. So it's been proven, Seventh-day Adventist, 13 point, I think, three years longer than the average American. So it depends. If you've got a lot of bills to pay, you know, don't fast. You'll go faster. Um, exercise more. Actually, exercise will stimulate the production of more mitochondria. So that's why these athletes, athletes have more stamina more energy than the average bear because by exercising, uh, you know, rigorously, uh, they're generating more mitochondria to meet the demands. Take nutritional supplements that mimic the positive effects of exercise and caloric restriction. So resveratrol, it's in grapes, it's in wine, okay? It has been shown to protect against cardiovascular neurodegenerative diseases, enhance antioxidant status, reduce inflammation, and in animals, extend lifespan and retard age-related deterioration. Uh, some other great nutrients that you want to include in your daily uh, regime is L-arginine. It's an amino acid. It's the primary precursor to nitric oxide uh, and one of the several biochemical pathways that are powered by exercise. So exercise is you need the arginine, you need the nitric oxide. 
Um, and it's also a very powerful vasodilator. So uh, men with ED problems, the nitric oxide that's derived from the L-arginine will help greatly improve your, your uh, sexual prowess. Uh, it relaxes the arteries, enhances vascular health, improves blood flow, even boosts sexual function, but also your brain. If you don't have the blood flow up in your brain, you're going to get fogged. So, you know, it depends. If you want to coast, you know, one foot on the banana peel, one in the grave, God bless you. Uh, alpha lipoic acid, it's uh, also important for promoting mitochondrial uh, biogenesis or reproduction. Uh, the Whitaker Wellness uh, use a general antioxidant support to treat and prevent neuropathy and other diabetic complications. So the uh, lipoic acid, you're talking like 600 to 1,200 milligrams on a daily basis. The other biggie is CoQ10. It's an antioxidant. It's present in all the cells of your body, especially if you have someone with congestive heart failure. The mitochondria are starved. The heart muscle is weak. So you can't pump the blood around the body, so then the lungs fill up with the fluid, the legs fill up with fluid, you got edema, and you expire because you drowned in your own fluid. But just feeding the coenzyme Q10 feeds the mitochondria, so is L-carnitine feeds the mitochondria, increases the energy to the heart muscle, and then it can start pumping the blood around the body better. So it, it's a no-brainer once you understand the basic uh, mechanisms. Um, Magnesium, about 70% of the population is deficient magnesium because they think a, a radish, a tomato, and a cucumber and some iceberg lettuce is a salad. You need dark green leafy vegetables, um, and that's the name of the game. Magnesium takes part in over 73% of enzymatic reactions in the body. But more importantly, it helps with glutathione. It helps with the mitochondrial function. So glutathione is the most powerful antioxidant uh, that has ever been called. Actually, it's the master antioxidant, and it requires magnesium for its synthesis. So, again, eating processed food is a primary risk factor for magnesium deficiency. And magnesium is also lost through stress and lack of sleep. So the key here is that you need good exercise, good sleep habits, and good food-based nutrients. So optimizing the mitochondrial metabolism can be an effective cancer treatment. When the cells are full of energy, they can overcome the toxicity and the problems that cancer creates. Um, you know, it's interesting. I just had a patient in from uh, Markham, uh, Ontario, and uh, lung cancer, another lung cancer patient. And, you know, she's been to all these fancy doctors, but they're not looking at the core problems. You know, she had... Uh, two viruses, Epstein-Barr and cytomegalovirus, two pesticides, and, and a lot of the common heavy metal toxins like mercury, cadmium, and lead in their lung. So the key is these chemical toxins prevent the mitochondria in the cells from working, creates up an acid environment, which enhances the growth of cancer. See, it gets down to the basics. So all I can tell you is that Think the mantra, what is causing the problem? you got to get this mitochondria healthy by eliminating the poisons that you're putting into your body. Get some exercise, even if you just jump on a little trampoline for 10 minutes a day or take a walk around uh, you know, a ball field or whatever. We'll get the lymphatics pumping. So that's my two cents worth, Doc. That's great, Dr. Jerry. I'd like to just go back a little bit because, because not only – uh, do we have some the supplements that Dr. Jerry talked about? But I think it's also important to, to realize that mitochondrial the mitochondria have a threshold for damage. In other words, if you take a fluoroquinolone today, you're not going to have mitochondrial disease tomorrow. But this threshold uh, gets beat up over time. Okay, so that's why it's so hard to to, to test for it. Okay, to see if a uh, influences mitochondria. But we know that electromagnetic fields, uh, Dr. Klinghart, uh, Dr. Jerry's mentor, talks about that and dirty electricity affecting the mitochondria. But we also know about pollutants, okay, environmental and pharmacological, uh, including we can bactericidal antibiotics, these fluoroquinolones, this cipro, this leviquin, mitochondrial to toxins. So we're statins. 
because they interfere with the CoQ10 that Dr. Jerry just talked about. And therefore, you, you, CoQ10 is really important for your mitochondria. Most of the chemotherapy that, that our cancer, poor cancer patients go through, mitochondrial toxins, acetaminophen, Tylenol, mitochondrial toxin, metformin, a diabetic drug, mitochondrial toxin, okay, environmental pollutants, cyanide, all the heavy metals, all the halogen, mitochondrial toxins, okay? So it's uh, it's really important. So to to uh, try and avoid these, okay? Well, and then you know you have to supplement, but if you can avoid the mitochondrial damage, that's in my mind is really important. Uh, so yeah, and especially now, you know, the flu season is coming up, and they're going to be pushing oh. the, the free flu vaccine. Well, there's thimerosal, which is ethyl mercury, and that gets into the mitochondria and wreaks havoc. So you there know you, you go. got to think ahead, weigh the facts. Yep. And, and, you know, the list, ladies and gentlemen, of schizophrenia, bipolar disease, dementia, Alzheimer's, epilepsy, migraine headaches, strokes, neuropathy, Parkinson's, ataxia, TIAs, cardiomyopathy, coronary artery disease. And I could go on and on and on almost every disease, especially now, how many people do you know of fibromyalgia? That's the new, new term, right? All connected to the mitochondrial disease, ladies and gentlemen. As I said in the beginning, it's really a strange situation where medicine hasn't caught up to science, but science hasn't caught up to medicine, okay? It's really crazy. Uh, so, Well, you know, for, one of the interesting of, things, you know, when we spoke about, about hypothyroidism, yeah. when your thyroid's low, your mitochondrial population's also going to be low. And when the metabolism of the cell is reduced because of the lack of thyroxine, guess what? your mitochondria are going to be starved. And, uh, you know, so a hypothyroidism is one key cause for fibromyalgia because the metabolism of all the cells diminishes, the waste products build up, you got your fatigue and your diffuse pain patterns. So again and again, as Dr. Ron has always, you know, mentioned, everything is interrelated. It, we're all connected. You know, we're not an isolated lung or a liver or a pancreas. We're a dynamic human being that's influenced by chemistry, by your spirit, your thought processes, your attitude, and exercise, and just living in a so-called free EMF environment, if that's ever possible anymore. And the key is you got to start looking globally at your health. And it's just that one thing. There's no magic bullets here. No, it, it is it is a lifestyle. It, it's, it, it, you know, no, Dr. Jerry doesn't like the word term holistic, but I use it in the in the spelling a w h o l e. You have to look at the whole model, how you're living, everything you put into your mouth, you know. And I am becoming an advocate of intermittent fasting. Uh, there has been just a just a wealth of information. You mean you stop eating out. between meals? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've cut out breakfast. I was a big believer in break the fast, but I have been convinced by science that that's not such a great idea anymore, and that it's a great idea uh, to have, have maybe your last uh, food at 9 o'clock and maybe not eat till lunchtime. Well, because you know, that's the Hunzes. The Hunzes live to 140 years old, and they get up at 5.30 in the morning, they go out, do their work, and their first meal is at lunchtime. So yeah. there must be some validity to it. Well, stood the test of time, hasn't it? It's been around. And we always, as, as, as early on, we didn't always know we could eat. You know, so, uh, you know, you ate when the when you, the hunting was good, and then uh, you starved for a while. And and there are some literature out there that states that a one-day fast every three months will reset all your mitochondria. A seven-day fast will per year will reset all your mitochondria. Dr. Rhonda Patrick has shown that cryotherapy and infrared sauna increase the mitochondrial function and makes the lazy mitochondria really wake up and create and turns white fat into brown fat. And brown fat is the kind of fat you want because it's highly energetic. Uh, so there are a lot of a lot of things you can do that have been done in the past, and one of the easiest ones is intermittent fasting, ladies and gentlemen. I'm becoming an advocate of it, and I want to talk more about that in the future. 
And a good quality sleep. Don't forget about a good quality sleep, even if you have to take melatonin. So, Dr. Jerry, you did mention uh, uh, CoQ10. You mentioned yes. carnitine, magnesium. Did you mention D-ribose? No, I didn't, but D-ribose is one step away from the cell producing the ATP. In fact, exactly. when I do a long bike ride, I put D-ribose in my recovery drink that I take towards the end of the ride because one of the keys is when your muscles, which also have a very high concentration of mitochondria, get starved of sugar, that's when you cramp up and you get the burning from the lactic acid. But when you take the D-ribose, it's a quick uh, pick-me-upper because it quickly gets converted to adenosine, uh, ATP, adenosine triphosphate, triphosphate, and it feeds the muscle so you don't bonk. See, well, the young guys, I, I, they don't, I, yeah, the young guys don't understand. You don't take the carbs in the beginning of your exercise. <laughs> you take the carbs at the end to feed the muscle so you don't get the pain. The protein in the beginning keeps your blood sugar up and gives you your stamina during your exercise program. Well, how about the awesome foursome? CoQ10, carnitine, magnesium, and D-ribose. How do you, what do you think about that? I think it's a wonderful approach for uh, post-exercise. Yeah, for something easy just to start. Then you can add the alpha lipoic acid to C, sure. the reservatrol, et cetera, right? Uh, so I, Absolutely. I, the, the awesome foursome, ladies and gentlemen, agreed to by Dr. Jerry, the expert on mitochondria in this, in this program today. But CoQ10, you know... CoQ10 and melatonin are probably the two best antioxidants you can you can take. Well, you know, the uh, interesting thing is if you eat raw food, you're getting CoQ10 in the raw food. I didn't know that. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, unfortunately, you know, you, you, we kill the food, we microwave it. You know, like I always say, if you have a neighbor you don't like, give them your microwave. Uh, <laughs> all kidding aside. <laughs> but, but it makes a key, good clock. Come on. That's right, right. They'll love you for it. They gave me a microwave. He thinks a lot of me. Um, the key in the equation is the the more you process the food, the more you damage the CoQ10 and the other nutrients in there. And that's why whenever possible, you want to eat raw. Uh, it, it's the healthiest way. It, it revitalizes your body. And just let me just, again, I, I love CoQ10. You know, it... Uh, it has a special importance because it's location. You know where it is? It's in the mitochondria, ladies and gentlemen. CoQ10 is in that matrix inside the mitochondria, in that second layer. Okay, so it's a vital component of of, of the of the electron transfer that that we not to get in. That that's has to do with this reactive oxygen species. But CoQ10 is a, if you're not taking it, if you're on a statin drug, which you shouldn't be. You should be taking it, but in any case, you should be taking CoQ10 as part of your daily supplement. Would you agree or not, Jerry? One hundred percent. You know, the mitochondria is a very interesting organelle. It's the only one that has its independent DNA and can replicate uh, independently of the nuclear DNA of a cell. Good point. Excellent point. The so, other, the interesting but, thing is the only cell in the body that does not have mitochondria are the red blood cells. And that's that's a good trivia question. Yeah. I know. I saw that, and I, I said, I, I, I don't understand it. Maybe because they don't replicate themselves, maybe because they die every 120 days. I don't know. Exactly. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, mitochondria, become a mitochondriac, learn about them, uh, try and avoid the American diet quote-unquote American diet, trying to avoid the electric fields, EMF. Turn your EM off at night. Please, please, I beg you, turn that electromagnetic field off at night. You're getting enough of it from the antenna around you and from your neighbors. Don't add to it with your own. So please be careful of the drugs you take, especially fluoroquinolones. Please don't take acetaminophen. It's a, it's a liver toxin, and we're going to talk more about that next week. Acetaminophen is toxic, especially if you take it for a headache after an alcohol binge. Uh, you go, you'll be headed for a liver transplant. Uh, so try and avoid the things that you think uh, will, will damage you, okay, like what we've just talked about. And then take, take some supplements. Uh, start out. Start out slow. And then as you feel better, you can add more. 
we're going to take just a quick break because uh, Dr. Ron uh, has a uh, cryotherapy unit in Naples and soon to have one in Fort Myers. And Dr. Rhonda Patrick and others have talked about the advantage of cold shock genes and, and heat shock proteins that just shock your mitochondria back into a, into a vitalized free state. So uh, this is something that this is an ad that he's running right now in, in Naples, and then we'll be back, and maybe we can talk a little bit about methylene blue. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Hey, Dr. Jerry. Hey, just just a, on a personal note, Dr. Ron is now treating some uh, Tour de France uh, training uh, guys that are training. And I met one the other day. He's six foot five. Wow. Uh, he, he is incredible, though, the, the program these guys go through. I mean, they are lean, they are mean, and uh, they're using his cryo now so they can train harder. Well, that and also oxygen therapy, um, that increases the function of the mitochondria while you're exercising. I have a a little exercise bike uh, stationary, and then I have an oxygen concentrator. It's called EWAT, Exercise with Oxygen Therapy, and Uh it'll enhance their their durability, uh, their stamina, and when they're done, they won't have any pain. Yeah, well, they they do that, do that, and then they go to high altitudes so they can get natural doping mm-hmm. uh, as part of part of their regimen. But uh, they love the cryo; they love it. It's only three minutes. They're in, they're out, and they're back to the gym or back to the bike. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, cold shock proteins—they uh, just—you uh, can look up Dr. Rhonda Patrick, PhD, who had multiple sclerosis and now doesn't. Uh, she's a tremendous lecturer and. Uh, she cured herself, and she talks a lot about the, the cryo and the infrared saunas. Well, ladies and gentlemen, become a mitochondriac, please. Uh, I, I guess that's going to be my mantra for a while, uh, because chronic diseases, uh, most of them, or many of them, I should say, are probably related to mitochondrial dysfunction, and chronic diseases are, are the leading cause of everything in the United States right now. Uh, I just saw something that during the break. Fluoroquinolones are so widely used that 20-plus million annual prescriptions alone, and they're said uh. to be safe, right? 20-plus uh. million prescriptions. Friend, they're using for things like bladder infections, and I mean, for things that they shouldn't be used for in the first place. So these, our paradigms have to really take into account how, the, how drugs affect uh, the mitochondria. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, some of you uh, may or may not know that about a year ago we had uh, Phil Safer here from Alexa uh, talking to us about colloidal silver, and as an aside, he mentioned uh, methylene blue. Well, I started doing research on it, and there is a lot of scientific research on, on methylene blue, a, a ton of it. Uh, it. It's been used, too. It's been used to treat malaria. It's been used to treat Tylenol, acetaminophen toxicity. So, uh, But I'm using it as a nootropic. This is a really low dose to treat brain function. And I've been doing it for about a year now. Uh, Jerry, have you, have you tried it uh, and diluted one to a thousand? Yeah. Um, you've tried that also? Yeah, what's interesting, I've tried on a few patients, and they've come back with a really positive feedback. Uh, another little trick that I tried, I had a, uh, 
a plantar uh, wart uh, on my little toe, and those things can get really, really painful. And I've been painting mm. the methylene blue on the little wart, and um, it's probably about 95% pain-free now, and it's starting to uh, become like a, a cyst and, and actually be expelled from, from the uh, tissue. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing uh, su- substance. So the, the other key, too, is you talk about quinolone being a toxin. How about fluoride? Fluoride yeah. messes yeah. up the electron transfer in the mitochondria. That's why it, it enhances fatigue problems. So the methylene blue actually reroutes the electrons in the mitochondrial electron transfer chain, increasing the activity and, and effectively promoting mitochondrial activity while mitigating oxidative stress. So here you got a simple... And it's very inexpensive. I think what we bought a bottle is like sixteen dollars or something is ridiculous. Uh, and he, See, yeah. yeah, and you can dilute it down yourself with some distilled water, uh, and just take it on a regular basis. The other key component that you know we keep mentioning in the past about the gut floor and the brain floor, the microbiome, it's basically they're similar because of the um, lymphatic connection. So if you've got brain fog, you may have a fungal issue going on not only in your gut but up in your brain, and the methylene blue you know, can help mi- mitigate the, this issue by killing off the fungus. So, and it's in a very dilute form, so you're not going to damage anything. Exactly. You know, tell you about fluoroquinolones. Uh, they were prescribed for uh, my wife and for me years ago. Never again. Side Why effects not? are awful. Well, oh, you want to Every, get some good probiotic, Doctor Dan, uh, to help. It felt like I was going psychotic on the thing. You probably <laughs> well, were. Psychotic. I don't want to even mention it, but we won't get into that. But I, it gave me a psychotic feeling. And well, most of the awful, drugs do. Awful well, feeling they, they and they die, I, I believe it was, yeah. it's so long ago now. I think it was diarrhea. You know, nausea. Um, not. Uh, I don't know if I got nausea, but I know uh, a lot of gas, diarrhea. I will not take them. They, they, in fact, we put them on our allergy list. No fluoroquinolones. So to me, that's something that should be avoided at all if you can. I don't know if they're really indicated for any. Do you have any good indications for fluoroquinolones? Yeah, they're good for death. Are there any safe reasons to use them? Well, you know, if you you happen to contract anthrax, Mm, I I would take it. But just frequencies, Dr. Ron, you could use frequencies for anthrax. But I mean, if I was out of it, I, I might, I might try the frequencies. But I think I'd want some fluoroquinolone uh, to get me over it. Uh, but I mean, that that that's extreme. That's, that's only an extreme case. That's pretty rare in this in this country, anyway. Yep. Of course, the way things are going, uh, I hope everybody's dry, and we we're all praying for all the people that are suffering with this terrible uh, rain situation. That. Uh, uh, Things go better, and things get better for everybody. But we'll we'll do what we can. Prayer and donate money. Yep. So, I, well, I, ladies and gentlemen, just yes, just, just, I, just talk. Well, go ahead. I was just going to talk a little bit about methylene blue because it, it supports mitochondrial respiration and, and strengthens synapses in the nerves. But go ahead, Jerry. We can. We yeah, can, it we helps with, with repair. I mean, uh, they've shown. Such conditions as stroke and global cerebral ischemia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and traumatic brain injury is definitely benefited by methylene blue. And, you know, it's cheap, it's uh, non injurious, and, uh, you know, you can get your hands on it pretty easily. So, you know, why not go conservative? You can always go for the invasive stuff when everything else fails if you want. Exactly. It's got a great safety profile, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, they're using hundreds of milligrams to treat malaria and uh, acetaminophen toxicity. And we're talking about getting a 10 milligram per cc pharmaceutical grade. Now, you can buy this stuff at the, at, at the Pets R Us and, and pet stores, but uh, a lot of it has arsenic in it, so you want to be careful. You want to get a good pharmaceutical grade of it and take, uh, for a 10 milligram per cc, take one cc, put 99 cc's of uh, 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 distilled water, and take a CC a day to start with. I mean, that's, just take it under your tongue. You won't get blue teeth. If you do, you go see Dr. Jerry. No, you don't get blue teeth. <laughs> your urine doesn't get blue. It's a real, it's, it's almost a homeopathic dose, okay? They call it a hermetic dose. It's really low. 
okay, with a good safety profile. Uh, and you're not going to get the serotonin syndrome and, and whatever. So, uh, and, and, and there are studies. If you go on the Internet, you'll see a study from the, the prestigious University of Pennsylvania with pre- and post-MRIs uh, of the brain. That's pretty impressive that this stuff really uh, made a difference. So that's uh, you know this isn't from uh, your, your daily newspaper. This is from a good 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 medical university. So it has promised it sh- in, in, for memory. Uh, it's just incredible, incredible substance, uh, and and it helps your mitochondria. And if uh, as, as your mitochondria go, so do you. Okay. So uh, I recommend you you look into it, make up your mind, but. Uh, this study I'm talking about was the Radiological Society of North America, and pre and post MRIs after and, and everything lit up beautifully, and their findings suggest that methylene blue can regulate brain networks related to sustained attention and short memory after a single low dose. The, quote this work certainly provides a foundation for future trials of methylene blue and healthy cognitive. And healthy aging, cognitive impaired dementia, and other conditions that might benefit from memory enhancement. Well, I sure would like to have more memory enhancement. That's why I'm using it. So, uh, <laughs> Dr. Jerry, so now we know uh, that methylene blue can be used topically. And uh, Phil has said one time also he uses it uh, uh, with a red laser pointer. Did you? Ever, I never had a need to try it. Have you ever tried that? Well, uh, no, I actually didn't do it. But um, all I can tell you, I painted my toes one time, and it took like about eight weeks before I got my blue toes. <laughs> so if you plan to go to the beach, man, don't don't paint your toes. They're going to look at you funny. <laughs> all right, look, we have some extra time. And you sent me an interesting article. I was going to bring it up later, but why don't uh, do you remember what you sent me about uh, the uh, root canals? Oh, oh my God! They're toxic as heck. I mean, we're the only profession that embalms an organ and keeps it in the human body. Um, <coughs> it, it really, I mean, when you think about it, Makes sense. A, it was a living organ and it has a blood supply, you know, and you're you're killing it. You're literally taking the nerve out of the tooth and putting in some kind of, you know, hopefully biocompatible material. But in essence, it's a dead organ, and as a dead organ, it creates inflammation. When you have inflammation in the body, the body sends its janitorial service, the, the bacteria, the fungi, the viruses, to migrate to that area to clean up the debris, the, the dying tissue. And, you know, one of the components that's given off is, um, uh, you know, a form of mustard gas, it's uh, thioethers. And like I said, it's gives you the symptoms of what mustard gas would create. So it's pretty damn toxic. In fact, I think it said, what, 97% of patients who have uh, severe chronic, you know, cancers have root canal teeth. And uh, one of the first questions I ask patients when they come into me for cancer issues is I said, do you have any root canal teeth? And then we test them. And invariably, it's giving off thioethers and viruses and bacterial contamination, and it's feeding to cancer. Mm. That's, that's just incredible, great information. And Dr. Jerry sent me another article. I, I can't find it, but I know what it said, basically. It was that they're, they're finding that the brain can regenerate itself. We always thought that. Oh, yeah, neuroplasticity. But not yeah, generate neuroplasticity. Itself. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that incredible, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, there is hope out there as long as we don't beat ourselves up so, too much with all the uh, American way of life living here and on all the drugs. There is, there is hope that, out yeah, there. Don't, don't buy into the lie, you know. Uh, this woman, I can't remember her name, I uh, was watching it on the airplane coming home from Tuscany, um, and in the 60s she was saying about neuroplasticity and she had the documentation that the rats in the cage that had the all the activities, the little wheels that they run around and whatever else little games that they were playing, their brains were healthy and, and enlarged. The the rats that had no stimulation, their brains actually shrunk. And, uh, you know, B12 is one of the key components to help maintain brain health. So it, it all boils down. It, it's all composite. If your gut is toxic from eating too much pizzas and Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola, 
then your brain's going to be toxic. Okay? It, it's just a no-brainer, literally. So the key in the whole equation here is that put in high-test fuel in your body, maintain the health of the nutrients going into the brain and getting the waste products the heck out of the brain as quickly as possible, and you'll, you won't you will be in a nursing home with a tube up every orifice. And, and ladies it, and gentlemen, you know, like I, I really think that they are, 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 are not being taught any of this. I mean, the ones I talk to, that I go to, and I bring this up, this is not this is not taught at all. What we're well, discussing like you today. said, there's there's a discrepancy between science and, uh, and medicine. Yeah. And, and in fact, one one of them told me, uh, "Are you going to do uh, Western medicine or are you going to do Eastern medicine?" I said, "I'm going to make a combination. I'm going to put them together, and I'm going to try to make sense out of both." Yeah, use the best of each world. I mean, that's what makes sense. Exactly. You want to get patients well, but you don't want to kill them. And they love people on statins and the five milligram aspirins, you know, all, all these all these things that we're going against now. We're finding well, the, out they cause problems. Yeah, the statins, so, I think, are the, the most uh, frequently prescribed drug worldwide now. Oh, it's unbelievable. I think they want everybody on statins who's past t- four years old. Well, I'm exaggerating, of course, but, you know, over yeah. over 40 or whatever the age is. Uh, take a statin drug and prevent heart attacks and strokes. Well, we've been through this before, so we've had shows on this. And uh, Dr. Ron's really, and you have really brought up the bad side of statins. And then when you get to my age of 39 and a half, <laughs> you, inject you don't that. take statins. What good well, are look, statins? Let me, let me just... Let me just... Uh, blow our own horn here for a minute and 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 why right. I, I, if you like us please go to dr ron unfiltered uncensored on facebook uh our our email is doc ron radio d-o-c-r-o-n radio at gmail.com please uh if you we get one more listener from uh, all of our listeners now we, we, it would be great but there's a lot of fake news out there and you're not going to hear the real news it's i i don't know i don't hear it any other place but this show okay there's a the right. New York Times headline, 828.17, anti-inflammatory drug may lower the risk of heart disease and cancer. Findings represent a medical milestone. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go into this article, New England Journal of Medicine, okay, when you go into it, you find out that the drug costs $200,000 a year. Wow. You find out that the... Not the relative risk now. They said it helps 14, for 14% of patients. But if you go into the absolute risk, the difference between the two groups, uh, it was 1.8%. That was 16% versus 14.2%, which means that this drug, Alaris, failed 98.8% of the time. That's 100% minus 1.8% of those who took it. So, ladies and gentlemen, is that a medical milestone, or is that fake news? Is that Novartis wanting to sell this drug, Alaris, at two hundred grand per year? I mean, uh, please, uh, there are other ways to fight inflammation without spending two hundred thousand dollars a year for a drug that fails ninety-eight point eight percent of the time. Okay. So I just want to blow our own horn here a little bit because I don't know any other places talking about this, Jerry. Dan, do you? Do, you, do either of you know? Well, we don't. We don't have to offend uh, our advertisers because we don't have any. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but this I mean, is ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is serious. I mean, you know, you oh, go to your is. doctor. If you go to a cardiologist, he's going to give you a stat, and you go to a pediatrician, he's going to give you a vaccine. Right. Go to your family medical doctor. You get a good one. He may order some tests for you. But you know, you're you're really the CEO of your own body, like we've been talking about. You you have to be informed. We're going to try and help you as long as we can. Uh, but we would like some help in the form of more listeners. We really would. And uh, all, all of you that are listening now could really help us out by just referring us to one other person. Uh, so today, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about mitochondria, the, 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 the respiratory the system of the body that, that, that makes everything work well. As your, as your mitochondria goes, so do you go. Uh, Dr. Jerry has 
given us a list of uh, supplements that are really, uh, I think, important for you to take. Uh, and if you don't remember them, you know what? We have an archive show. But basically, coenzyme Q10, D-ribose, uh, L-arginine, and what else, Jerry? Um, magnesium. Magnesium, yes. Yeah. So, And also, just look at the toothpaste before you brush your teeth, and if you see fluoride in it, give it to your neighbor if you don't like it. Uh, <laughs> the, fluoride, like. the fluoride is toxic as hell, and it's going to suppress your mitochondrial function. Uh, it's also related to acne, believe it or not. It was in one of the uh, dermatologic journals, I think, back in the 60s or 70s that it causes acne. So, you know, it's just one side effect after another after another, and you know, these are common things. You know, fluoride is probably more common than these, uh, you know, antibiotics and other drugs that are being used out there to the population. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's the one drug that, that the government has put into our water supply. Right, without our permission. You, excuse me, would you say, Jerry, that if uh, if you have your choice and you have to brush your teeth right just take the toothbrush, put some water on it, and brush your teeth? Just use baking soda. Baking soda, or if you have nothing around and you're in a hurry, and you have to do a, you know, a lot of people do a cookie uh, brushing. Brush your teeth, and don't put anything on it. No, vodka and not gin works better, Doctor Dan. Vodka yeah, and gin works better. Yeah, works. Exactly. Or gin, gin or vodka. <laughs> gin or vodka. I, I look. I, I don't. I, I can't. Can't tell a, a, a qualified dentist what to do, but I. Jerry, is it true? And I, I've always said that uh, baking soda can wear out the enamel if you're if you're too vigorous with it. Can Not really. It? Uh, the no. enamel is the hardest substance in the human body, and uh, baking soda is really not that abrasive. Um, okay. So I, I wouldn't worry about it. You know what? The, one of the bigger problems is using a too stiff of a bristle on your toothbrush. Hmm. That that'll create more damage and create yeah, what they call right. Yeah, it'll cause toothbrush abrasion, notches at the neck of the root and and the crown. It's called toothbrush abrasion when you use too stiff of a bristle. Interesting. Okay. All right, that's a good point. All right, ladies Excellent. and gentlemen, and, and and your teeth are important to your health. And we'll, we'll, maybe next week, we I, I would like to 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 have a little recap show next week if it's okay with my two co-hosts and talk sure. about a sulfamethan and liver toxicity. Maybe talk about, talk about uh, oral health, uh, and maybe bring up about root canals again. I think it's so that Weston Price uh, was so far ahead of his time. Uh, maybe bring up some of the things that he talked about and uh, the the, the uh, studies that he did, and just have a show where we just give out information and uh, just just to have our listeners uh, go on with their daily life and know what to do. Yeah, you know, I think like that article. Yeah, the article on the root canals, I don't know if my memory serves me correctly, but I thought they stated that there's 40,000 that are done a day, root canals. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't crazy. Yeah, I think 40-plus, it said. Yeah, 40 yeah plus crazy now. numbers. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and you know, and all of us that are walking around hear our, 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 our friends saying, I'm so tired, I can't get out of bed, I'm depressed. I have this ache, I have that ache. Uh, you know what? And our, our, what we're putting in our body, we're putting the wrong type of fuel in. And we're putting the wrong type of fuel emotionally, too. We're not giving ourselves enough positive energy emotionally. And we know, we probably don't talk enough about that. But it's that's an important component uh, to you being healthy. Yeah, as Bruce Lipton so said, fake it, it until you make it. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Too many people are faking it, and it's not good. <laughs> so what is a best friend? A best friend isn't just a word. A best friend is someone who's there for you no matter what, thick or thin. I can label anyone as a friend, but a best friend, that's something that needs to be earned. A best friend knows me sometimes better than I know myself. Best friends share tears. They share laughs. You can trust them with anything and everything, and... As I have said, I have a bunch of friends, but only a few that I can count on completely. So it only takes a minute to make a friend, but it takes a lifetime to be one, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. 
Yeah, and as Norman Cousins says, death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we are alive. Mm-hmm. That is insightful. That, that's yeah. insightful. Wow. Yeah. All right, uh, Dr. Dan, everything is good with you. You uh, are on your way, and you're, uh, we'll have a report yeah, I, maybe next week about Prolo and your experiences. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know what goes on with the prolotherapy and uh, things work work out there. And uh, tearing around today, I just got in the door around four o'clock. Now, when so, you said tearing around, was that was that a an entendre? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, I would have to tell you, being in a doctor's office today, I saw more I saw more pharmaceutical reps than I've ever seen in my life. Wow! But did, at least did they give you a free lunch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, they didn't give me anything. They're, I don't think they can do that anymore. But they they were very nice. I spoke to them and told them that I used to practice, you know, in what company they was. My brother used to uh, work for these companies. But um, maybe they're really pushing the uh, medication, These all these new medications that have all these bad side effects that you were talking about recently. Would you, would you really so this, think they would do something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, I just wow. heard, I you just, just said the word no, which reminds me. Faith in humanity. Yeah, that was that was a good one, Ron. <laughs> it, uh, which which uh, uh, which leads me to my final uh, statement: Learn to say no. It's one of the most powerful Absolutely. words. We could See, use Dr. Dan, the next time you go to the doctor's office, you have to print up little signs on your computer saying "drug-free zone" and leave it in the reception room. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you know, that's a good idea. Plus, I did tell my, I'm not going to admit, I did say no a lot. Well, you have to say, learn fact, how to say says, no without feeling he guilty. He says, why don't you I call me and tell me what you want, not, you want to see. So I think, I think maybe we should get Samuel Hahnemann to, 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 to start a new medical school with homeopathic therapy. Well, we had one in Philadelphia. It's a Hahnemann Hospital. The last homeopathic professor, I think, retired in 1950s. Yeah, and they stopped teaching homeo- they stopped teaching homeopathic medicine there when when I was yep. there. They taught it to my father. He got a he got an HMD along with the MD. That's terrific. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 learned all that homeopathic. I used to watch him and mix things and have the pharmacists mix them, and that stuff worked. Of course, because well, the royal family. Yeah, the royal family has a homeopathic position. So how bogus can it be? You know. Look! Look how old they are. Ninety-six. Exactly. Ninety. You know they might make a hundred. Who knows? But uh, we need somebody to come will be make hundred October first. So he 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 takes nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he takes nothing and nothing. What, what a guy! That's unbelievable. I had him to the optometrist today, and his his vision got better since last year. No, I I love your father. He's a, he's a wonderful man. Wonderful man. All right. Okay. And you're not too you bad. What's that? Okay. I said I you're, Dr. you're Ron, not too I'm bad yourself, Doctor. Uh, September 12th, uh, we're going to have a full show on CBD uh, from uh, Marty Berman and the uh, person that uh, sort of brought it to the United States out in Arizona, Todd Davis. Uh, so, if you're interested, it's anti-inflammatory. It's all natural. There's no THC in it. Uh, it is can be uh, had over the counter. Uh, you just have to, like Dr. Jerry said a couple weeks ago, you got to know your source. Uh, make sure it has a good source of hemp. And uh, next week there will be a general show. We call it the Seinfeld Show. But we will touch on acetaminophen because it's, it's showing up a lot, and it is the number one cause of uh, liver uh, transplants here in the United States. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Please share the news about this program if you if you like what you hear and if everything's good we'll see you next week on the radio bye jerry Take goodbye care. dan bye-bye bye now whatever there she god bless you dr ron and dr ron have left the building thank you for listening to rejuvenation health radio here on lockofthepopradio.com. See you next week.